Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Saturday, the 7th of January. Flyers will be back in action coming up tomorrow night. They're going to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs. They've taken on Toronto twice this year. Loss on both occasions. Both games have actually had some decent drama. If you remember in the first game against the Leafs this year, that was that situation where Austin Matthews and Travis Konechny got into it late in the game. That was a 5-2 win for Toronto up in Toronto. And then just about a week and a half, two weeks ago, the Flyers lost to Toronto in that game. First game of that five-game road trip on the 22nd. It was a 4-3 final. Flyers were down 4-1 in the game. A couple of shorthanded goals got back in it, made it 4-3, but ultimately ended up losing it 4-3. First time Toronto will visit Wells Fargo Center this season. So we look forward to that tomorrow, seeing Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, and the Toronto Maple Leafs come to town. Such great memories when you think back of some games between the Flyers and the Leafs. Some of those hated figures uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Doug Gilmore, great player. Matt Sundin, Felix Potvan. Of course, you had, obviously, Ty Domi and many others throughout the years. Some uh, good memories, Flyers taking on the Leafs. I've always liked the games, too, when the Flyers take on a Canadian team and you get both anthems. I think they should do both anthems at every game. That's just my thought on the situation. But uh, Flyers-Leafs tomorrow night. We'll preview that game coming up on tomorrow's episode. But what I wanted to look at in this episode is why this team has won four straight games or why over their last... 11 games, they're playing better and executing better offensively, been in more games, closing games. And why 11? Well, I'm just going from Arizona to Arizona. You know, the first game of this 11 was that game two of that road trip where they lost to Arizona 5-4 in overtime. Then they lost to Colorado 3-2 in Colorado, came home and won against the Devils 2-1. Then they lost to the Rangers 6-3. They beat Columbus 5-3. to They lost to Toronto, like I just mentioned, 4-3. They lost to Carolina, 6-5. They beat San Jose in overtime, 4-3. They beat Los Angeles, 4-2. This is part of that road trip. They beat Anaheim, 4-1. And then they won their last game against Arizona, 6-2. So that's the 11 games. They've only lost by more than a goal on one occasion. And that was that loss against the New York Rangers, 6-3 on that Saturday night at Wells Fargo Center. So they've not only been close games, um, but there's some wins in there. And when you look at their record over this 11-game stretch, I like to break the season up into chunks. Well, I don't think a chunk of 11 games at this point is a big enough sample size to say something's fixed or they're moving in the right direction and that's lock, stock, and barrel. I don't believe that. But they are 6-4-1 over those 11 games. They have 42 goals for, 36 goals allowed. They have five power play goals. Power play still needs to click at a higher percentage, only it's basically 17%. And then the uh, PK, they have five shorthanded goals. That's been a big factor for them and why they have remained in games, got back into games, or even won games in this 11-game stretch. Now, the uh, 42 goals, that's an average of 3.81 goals per game. Their average for the season when it comes to goals per game, we've talked about this quite a bit, is that they're a team that has trouble putting the puck in the net, and they're still 28th in the NHL, despite this 11 games where they're averaging 3.81 goals per game, still on the season in the 39 games, 2.77, 28th in the league. But if you extrapolate it, say, 
this is just a hypothetical, but if they were a team that was averaging 3.81 goals per game right now throughout the 39 games, that would be second in the NHL, just to kind of give you a barometer of you know that number and where it would fit. The highest scoring team in the league is the team we'll see Monday. That's the Buffalo Sabres at 3.94 goals per game. The Boston Bruins are second at 3.76. Flyers over their last 11, 3.81. So that's where that would fall if it were, again, all season. Now, the 3.27 goals allowed per game, about where they are. They On the season, 3.23 goals per game. Over the last 11, 3.27 goals per game. So they've given up slightly more, four hundredths more goals per game over the 11 games. Like I said, they've scored five power plays on 30 attempts at 16.67%, and they have five shorthanded goals. But what are the reasons why the record is 6-4-1 and one over their last 11? What are the reasons that they're scoring more goals? What are the reasons that they're having more success in result? Well, I've come up with five reasons, <clears throat> and you can kind of determine how you would rank these reasons. I'm not going to rank them, but I will give out the five and it kind of all gets summed up under one. Um, I'm not going to ignore quality of opponent when it comes when it comes to the 11 games, I don't think that's the case. Now when it comes to the four game win streak, yes, they beat the sharks who aren't very good. They beat the ducks who are not good. They beat Arizona who's not very good. They beat the Kings who are a decent team. Um, and then you look at some of the other wins. They beat Columbus, not a good team. They beat the Devils. Devils are a good team, but reeling right now. So overall, they've the quality of opponent has been not great. Now, you heard Torts yesterday in his after-the-game press conference say, too, look, that's part of it. But we're not going to—he said, I'm not going to let people just say that's the reason. There are other reasons. Quality of opponent is one of those things you can't control. And I think at this point in the NHL season, it's not just quality of opponent. Sometimes it's who you play and when you play them based on their schedule. If you get them five games in seven days, four games in six days, you know, you may get a tired hockey club, one that comes off of a road trip or, you know, a variety of different circumstances. But quality of opponent is one of the five reasons why I think they're having more success. I don't know if it's the, the biggest reason, and you might think that's the biggest reason. I'm not sure. But... That's part of the equation. Um, I think also, obviously, the ability to score and generate offense and, frankly, not have to work as hard to do it. And obviously, the five shorthanded goals are a huge element to me because I think, to me, a shorthanded goal, the way it plays for a team and on the bench is almost like scoring two goals because you didn't give up one on the power play. You get energy from that, and you got one. So... I think that those shorthanded goals really energize a team and energize a bench, and they're a big factor. And the fact of the matter is the Flyers are averaging 3.81 goals per game. I talk about the race to four all the time. Well, they're about there. And they're winning that race to four on, on more nights than they're not now of late in that 11 games. Uh, another reason is the emergence and consistent play of the 25 and under group. Whether that's, I mean, Travis Konechny has been incredibly consistent and playing great all season long. He's got 20 goals already. I mean, his career high is 24, which he did in 66 games the last time in the 1920 season. 
He had a couple other 24-goal seasons in, in full seasons. But that emergence of that group, and again, whether it's Travis Konechny, whether Cam York being a part of that, whether that's Owen Tippett, whether that's Morgan Frost, who's got two four-point games against Arizona and has 13 points in his last 11 games, or whether that's you know a variety of guys that are all kicking in and getting it done. Joel Farabee's been chipping in. You've got these this young group of players, Morgan Frost and all these guys that are playing more consistent, uh, better in all zones, and have been a big factor for this Flyers team. And if that can continue, that's obviously a good thing. Uh, I think another big factor is just belief that you can be in these games and you can be in a position to win them. Again, over the 11 games, they only have one game that they lost that was by more than a goal. Everything else has been either a win or lost by one goal. So I think that that brings a belief with it as well, and I think that that seems apparent. You see confidence right now, and the team is loose because they've won four straight games. I mean, I see it downstairs and around the locker room and those things. You just see it. there's a different vibe when a team wins games versus when a team loses games. Nobody likes to lose. Everybody likes to win, and you can feel that. Um, so the fourth thing, I think, is belief. There's a belief that they can win if they stick together. And I think this one is is maybe the biggest. It's a consistency of effort and resilience combined. And that's a mentality. That's not a physical skill. That's a mental skill. And it's a mental skill that not all athletes have. Some guys are great when things go their way, but the minute something goes sideways, they fall apart. Even professional athletes are like, some are like that. Some, when things fall apart, that's when they're, they are their greatest. And there's varieties in between on that scale. But I think there's been really good effort for the most part in the 39 games this season. I think the effort's been there. Certainly way more than it has over the last couple of years with consistency. Not only game to game, but within a game. Yeah, there's going to be periods where the other team dominates you. That's hockey. That's, you know, a momentum sport, a flow sport. But the consistency of effort and preparedness to play, along with that resiliency that when you get down, you're not done, I think is probably the biggest factor why they are 6-4-1 over their last 10 games. And I think, you know, that's the five reasons. Quality of opponent, ability to score and generate offense, emergency, emergence and consistency of the 25 and under group, belief, and the consistency of effort and resilience. A lot of that falls under coaching. A lot of that falls under the job that John Tortorella, Brad Shaw, and Rocky Thompson are doing. Have they been perfect this year? Probably not. There were some things, some decisions that I was wondering about. You know, when Torts pulled Carter Hart with a power play with about three and a half minutes left in a one-goal game. I didn't love that decision there. I keep my goalie in for at least 90 seconds of that power play. So... It, you know, the other team doesn't score and make it a two-goal lead and basically mitigate the rest of my power play. There's some things that I've disagreed with and decisions that Torts has made. But overall, I think the coaching's been real good, too. So where's it all going? Who knows? There's a lot of season left. There's a lot of information still to gather. They, they're 6-4-1 over their last 11. That's great. Does it mean that, you know, the upward ascension has begun? No, 
It doesn't. It means that the last 11 games, that those components that I just broke down have been good for the team and help them get a different result. Will it continue? We'll see. So we'll see how that pans out coming up tomorrow night when the quality of the opponent is good. Toronto Maple Leafs are a good hockey team. So we'll get some indication of that coming up tomorrow. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this Saturday. Uh, if anybody has any comments or commentary or thoughts on uh, the five things or anything else that uh, we talked about here, you can always email me, jason.mertitis at gmail.com. You can shoot me a DM on Twitter, at Jason Mert, or just tweet me as well. And uh, I hope everybody has a great Saturday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Preview Flyers Leafs on a brand new episode of Flyers Daily.